Welcome, welcome to another episode of Nights at the Brown Table, a podcast with three Pacific Islanders sharing our views and the lens through which we see the world. I'm Sefa. I'm Sila. To the vast intergalactic space of the interwebs, it is the one and only the song, stressing, stress and mistress. Actress of this generation, <laughs> representing Samoa, Australia, Ooh, yeah. Lamar, what's up, what's Beautiful. up? Wow, Sila, you're back. I'm back, but I'm in, currently in ISO in my room. Oh, as a as a correspondent, what's been your experience with your return? I had the police come and visit me the other day. Oh, uh, lucky I just got enough to brush my teeth. Ah! <laughs> so they just asked me a few questions, and this was pre-brushing of my teeth, and so I felt really bad. I quickly tried to wipe the somals or sleep from my oh, eyes, dear. and then I was answering the questions from like I just opened the door and from a distance I, I was answering the question. Well, they weren't strippers; they were like they were real. <laughs> they um, oh, they officers. weren't carrying a boombox. So I did not I did not get that magic mic experience, so sorry about that. Wait, how do I get those type of officers yeah, knocking fine. on my door? Asking for a friend. Um you just I think you just call a number. Oh, okay. Sifa would know he has uh, he previously used to be a dancer. Oh fams, mm. it's our tenth episode. Thank you to everyone for listening. Yeah. For like writing comments and for giving feedback. Good and negative feedback. It's, it really helps us. Thank you. Thank you too. Um just all the people supporting me, like, I just feel so uh, included into being a mattress. It's been such a privilege to represent other mattresses out there in the world. So thanks to the family, my friends, and all my fans. Love y'all. This week, there is a new nightclub on the Gold Coast. It has been forced to change its name after being slammed online by hundreds of people, claiming the name of the venue is culturally disrespectful. The Dane Nightclub, which is due to swing open its doors on Orchid Avenue in Surfers Paradise later this month, has copped a barrage of abuse on social media by locals upset by the use of the name of a Maori god, Dane Mahuta. Initial thoughts, go. Um, I think it's good to clarify that Dane Mahuta actually means the god of forest in the Maori culture. So it's good to get that clarified. As soon as I saw it, I was not feeling... It at all it felt really disrespected for me one thing that really stood out the most was i think the lack of inclusion in terms of having maori and polynesian and pacifica people part of the process I, I didn't think that was represented in the process of the creation of the club at all it just felt like people were jumping on this trendy oh wow it's trendy like let's do this and have no sort of respect in terms of the actual club itself, which is mostly just like kiki, like tiki type themed, which has mm. nothing to do with the actual, the meaning of the word or the God. The outfits were just disrespectful. Like it reminds me of like when people do like host a luau night mm. or aloha and that's how they pronounce it. And then they, you know, they bring up the costumes that are like made out of plastic and whatever. I think for me, when I first saw it, I just thought it was like, I, I didn't think it was named after the Maori God until I saw 
that they had actually advertised it as that. And then like a lot of their, like when you go to their website, it was like the, the website info said that Tane will host an urban sanctuary where night goers and party animals can indulge their senses. And for me, it was, you know, a lot of the words that they were using was animals and jungle. And I was mm. like, where are the jungles in New Zealand? I had no idea <laughs> we had jungles there. It brought up the conversation again of cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation. Do you think, had they done their due diligence and the theme, the design of it was culturally accurate, would you still have an issue with it? Is it the fact that they're using the name of a Modi god or is it the inaccuracy to the culture? Do you think, like, on the cuff of that question, I feel like it depends on who the owner of the club is. Yeah. Because I feel like they're profiting out of a culture that people tend to stereotype and conform into a box so it's like oh you want to call us like people of low ranks you want to stereotype us as being people that you know are factory workers and all that but when it's trendy for you you want to use our culture because it's like oh it's so cool like oh my gosh (laughs) oi turn off your phone (laughs) what the heck you're interrupting us what the heck oh live another correspondent from isolation lawaki how are you i'm so good i'm good we have our first caller how are you i'm the condom guy i'm dead (laughs) oh my god sponsored by direct (laughs) you look like we are radio station for real, yeah, for real. Yeah, well, I'm just currently at Coles, you know, where the prices are low. <laughs> and we're buying stuff. Don't you work like for Woolworths, though? Aren't yeah. you buying from you know, your you company's go- competitor? <laughs> you got to go and you got to, you know, you got to venture out and you got to see what's on sale there. Oh, and look at you. I love that. And You're doing your research, your Googles. Love it. Yeah, I'm doing my buying. With <laughs> your Centrelink money? Love it. That free yeah, money. I love that. That free money coming in handy. <laughs> love that for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I was actually just calling just to let, um, well, him know, but now you guys know we're making German cake. Because we're getting a bit formal with oh, um, can I have, can you drop do, some off at my door? Well, if it's as good as Lani's ones, mm, which probably won't, but I mean these ones cost seventy bucks and I don't have that. Penalink <laughs> did not give me enough in the in the fortnight to be able to buy a German cake from Lani. One food. of those um that's above my pay grade and so my Centrelink money can't go. <laughs> That cake, so we gotta make ours from scratch. Love that for you. Wait, let's just quickly plug yeah, in so like mine is called Yeah, mine is called Lux Got Cake, condom cake. <laughs> My so, sperm baby. Comes comes with it comes with some free merchandise, like some masks, hand sanitizer. <laughs> Y'all, it is Sunday today. It is the Sabbath day. You best believe. He 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 hung up himself because he knows. Okay. Um but that was I guess like That's shout- really nice of him to call you and tell you that he's making cake. Yeah. Does he always do that? Yeah, he always calls randomly. But um, I guess plugging Lani got cake. Who is our friend who makes really great cakes? If you want to get a cake and you want to get all up in there, Lani got cake on Instagram. <laughs> you want to get up all up in there? Located in Parramatta, and it's not named after a Modi god. Can I just say this was not planned? I'm so dead. Like this. This is like the disrespect. We <laughs> answer the call while we're recording. <laughs> 
Oh, you said it depends on who the owner is. Who the owner is. Yeah. Oh, the owner of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. Having representation from the people is very important if you're going to put together a club as such. And not only just that, I remember I was talking about how people confine us to a stereotype, but when it's trendy for them, they want to use our culture to profit from. Like, oh, that's a bit iffy to me. When it comes to commercialism, if there's a gap in the market, I understand them going for it. I understand from a commercial aspect. And even when commenting on things like costumes and things like that, like the grass skirts and stuff from those stores, a large portion of it is in Hawaii, they do that a lot. And that's local owned. So I, I, it's, a, it's a rough balance when some people find it acceptable and then others do not. As a whole, we, it's not unified at one standpoint, this is offensive, you know? Like, like I, I, get, I get what you mean, but those... Like, for example, that's like people in Hawaii, that's, that's Hawaiian people creating that. Mm. So hence why they go and buy all those skirts and whatever. Like these people who created the nightclub, they're not Maori. Mm. Like they're not Tangata Whenua. And so for me, like they, they had written on their website, they didn't even specify Maori. They said Polynesian. Yeah. We don't have, in Samoa, we don't have a, a god of forests mm. and birds called Tane. And so for me, I was just like, it, it reminded me, of Amanda Seals, she's a black woman in America. She's a bit of an activist. Oh, she's an activist, not a bit of an activist. If you're going to create a show or any or a movie about black people, then you need to have an Andre in the boardroom. Mm. And so she would say, because if you have someone of black representation or someone of representation of that culture, they can be able to tell you if something's right or even the nuances and things mm. regarding that culture. Like, I think that... If you're going to create something in regards to culture, can you just use your own culture? Like, I just don't understand the need to use someone else's culture for commercialism. I'm like, use your own. Like, if you're if you're of Euro descent, then do something about Vikings or about the Greek gods. But I think it's because the whole thing of like, even with them using the word urban, I'm just like, oh, I just mm. I just thought it was disrespectful. And to me, it is because it's something of a sacred nature when it comes to Maori gods. And indigenous gods, for me, it was just, they just, it, I found it was disrespectful. Can I just say, interestingly enough, what Silla was saying, so when the social media was active on Instagram and whatnot, I was going through and combing through the comments, and there was someone mm-hmm. that commented, like, how do you know that there is no representation of um, Pacifica or Maori people? But I went to see who these people were following, the nightclub was following. So it's the majority of them are just, like, white influencers, like yeah. fitness p- type people. And I'm like, that's a fair indication of the audience they're trying to grab into their whole nightclub yeah. when when i saw the picture of their stylish uniforms there was a man with paint painted on his eyes oh my like gosh from yeah. Last of the Mohicans. Like and i was just like that is not Maori. Is that- <laughs> i'm like the drum yeah just look at these- the drums yeah yeah Bro, I'm like, and then this woman oh. with these like feather things and i was like that doesn't even look like a korowai like what the hell is that like at least do your Google. Right. It was embarrassing. Like moldy like, yeah. Especially if you're gonna if you're gonna specify, I understand that part. If you're gonna specify that it, it's with de- the we're deriving from the moldy culture, then get it. At least try and make it accurate. Because right now they just kind of tribal. We're gonna grab that costume there. We're gonna grab this aspect. It's it it, it is not accurate. That part I uh, I agree with. Uh, I'm just not too bothered with the commercial aspect only because. I understand the represent the the need for representation in regards to uh, giving people job opportunities, pro- portraying a more positive and accurate uh, depiction of people, especially particularly from minorities. But at the end of the day, 
even if they were to do their due diligence, the point of this place is to make money. That's commercialism. Yeah, but that's using that's using someone's culture, someone else's mm. culture, in order for you to to get have gained for you to get money. Like in my in my opinion, that just doesn't sit right. To me, that's cultural appropriation. The fact that you didn't put in research, mm. you don't have someone from that culture in order to be able to give you. Um, good discourse and good information, uh, proper information, correct, accurate information on the culture, but you're just using different aspects, like saying jungle and using the words urban and saying that your menu is going to have delicious top cocktails that we named after different Polynesian gods. It, to me, it's disrespectful. Yeah. So I also saw a comment in the Instagrams um, when they were still live and active. Somebody said, hmm. not only did they call us um, snowflakes, but they said... Um, people don't realize that the people that have created the club now they're out of money after putting like 1.5 million dollars into this investment. But so, none of that was in research. You best. I'm like <laughs> you. You invested 1.5 million dollars into this establishment. I mean, and you didn't think to include yeah. people of the culture. Especially in this climate. It's not like this is the first of its kind making this step. I'm not that offended and I, I'm, I'm, I'm not on the side of sensitivity. However, in this climate, you know how it is today. You know how it is. Mm. I just think that's a foolish step. That you think you could get away with it now. Mm. And that you would have just all this positive press that, oh, look, we're inclusive. But everybody on your executive board is white. That's dumb. Like, yeah. you're, you're stupid now. That's on you. You're dumb. You didn't do your research. Not even just into the culture, but also the market as well. No, no, no. I get that when it comes to different aspects of culture. And then even with just thoughts of how a lot of the times we have emotional ties to certain things. And so, like, for example, if there was a restaurant or a cafe where someone was using their mother's recipes and they used their mother's names within the menu and whatnot, for me, I was just like, oh, I find that beautiful. Mm. It's an homage. <clears throat> Yeah. But if someone else was to like take that and use it without the family's permission or the family's, their emotional ties to certain recipes or even the names, I would find that disrespectful because you didn't ask for permission and take that into consideration. Yeah. And so when it comes to culture, I apply, I apply the same kind of mentality. And in my thought, if you have not asked or done proper research and whatever, then it's, you haven't taken into consideration the the effect of what you've done in my mind i'm like just call your club jungle like i don't understand why you have yeah. to use uh you know something that's sacred to a to a people into a culture and use that i mean like just call it jungle they name things after animals like that's in the jungle i don't understand what you've got to use a culture for Sila, where's the where's where's the jungle in samoa <laughs> We've got forests and stuff. I'm like jungle. Like, let me know. How wrong you? Let me know so I can run around. That, <laughs> so I can run around with a little loincloth. The added disrespect was the style of music that they were going to have for this. For night. real. I was like, wow. like, they're playing Circle of Life. Yes. <laughs> like, I said that the music was going to be like house and jazz wow. and techno music. And for me, I was just like, what the hell? Well, I don't know what jungle they've been to. I, I, want, I would want to, I'm curious because there's a lot of Maldives up there. I wonder what they think. Yeah, the definitely. actual Maldi community up in that part of Queensland. A lot of the Maldi community I saw commenting on the Insta page when it was live at the, at the time. Mm. And then that's the only reason how I was able to know about it was on Twitter. A lot of Maldi people mm. 
were retweeting it and commenting on how disrespectful it is and how they felt. There's a few things when it comes to the cultural appropriation aspect. I don't actually agree with that term. Culture is a portrayal of how people live today. That's really it. Take a snapshot of how I live now. Someone who lived 200 years ago in Tonga would not think that's that's how Tongan culture has lived. They would look at my life and think, no, that's not accurate. So it changes with every generation. So I don't, I don't have that much, I guess, sentiment or attachment when other people use it in a certain way because it's just not what it means to me. And so it doesn't change anything to me. I don't, it just doesn't bother me. If they want to use it and drag it however it is that they want, I'll say my piece, whether I agree or disagree, but how I live is... It's not affected by that. What if you change... Okay, so cultural appropriation, yeah. What if you change it to, like, ethnic appropriation? Mm. Would you have the same mindset? Kind of. What It depends on what you mean by ethnic. Do you mean just my skin color or... Well, what about? when I'm thinking about ethnicity, I'm thinking about, like, my heritage and the traditions and whatnot that are part of my heritage. And when people take... That are not of my heritage, per se, and then they'll take some of the traditions that are very sacred to us... And then some somehow kind of make it gimmicky, like that doesn't really sit well with me. I would I understand the offense at the disrespect. That part I do agree with. It is I think mm. acts are disrespectful. But in regards to describing a, a process when it comes to cultural appropriation, I'm like, oh, I don't I don't really agree with the term. I just think that that would be disrespectful mm. and it wouldn't sit right with me. But in regards to what I'm going to do and how I live my life. It's not really changed. In the world today, it's part of the process when it comes to globalism and multiculturalism. If I want an integrated society, it's going to come with clumsy attempts at inclusion like this. And there needs to be room for it if we are to be integrated. Yeah, I understand what, what you're saying. And I think that when it comes to things of a sacred nature, when it comes to culture, like, for example, when it comes to food, a lot of us have adopted or adopted different mm. culinary um, techniques from different cultures and we use different seasonings from different cultures and for me I like in my mind it's in consideration of what you were just saying in regards to what you were just saying with how we've adopted because of globalism and whatnot but when it comes to appropriation I do believe that it's an actual thing mm. and when we've used specific people's experiences when it comes to either skin color when it comes to things that are sacred to them for example traditions and gods and things of the culture for me that is cultural appropriation because you use those things or those aspects of specific cultures specific ethnicities in order for your money gain and then we've seen it with how people have appropriated with blackface and then for example in my opinion when it comes to the tane gold you know that, that nightclub without consideration of the culture and for the things that a group of people hold sacred and dear to them be it's an it's an actuality and because with with colonialism we've seen that a lot of the time when it when it has come to people of euro descent they've used our people in order for them to have gain they've taken lands they've taken people like they've you know stolen people they've taken culture in order for them to progress in life when the people who have been stolen from have not received anything except being stolen from. When it comes to historical context, I agree with it. Something like blackface, if there were a world where that didn't take place, to me, I, I wouldn't have an issue with it. But because of the history specifically with blackface, I disagree with its use because it is just straight up disrespectful. But when people are getting offended at Chris Lilly for the brown face, to me, it's not a thing. We don't have a history of that. And so I don't have a problem with 
Chris Lilly's portrayal of Jonah Takalua. And also, mm-hmm. when it comes to sacred things as well, um, I look at it from a religious aspect. There are ways in which people portray things that are sacred to me, but, I mean, there's nothing I can do. Uh, like, I, I feel that I, I feel wronged by it, and I don't like the portrayal, and I don't like the use of things that I think are important, but in a world where people can do that and they have the ability and technologies there, there's, there's really nothing I can do. But you don't think that we have, um, that we should be calling people out in order for them to acknowledge mm. that it's, it's not right and to understand the significance of the, gra- the, the weight of what they're doing is very inappropriate so that they are able to understand and grow and educate themselves. I think that's really important for us to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's an, I think that's a good step and a good process, a good process to do. I agree with that. My approach is just the assumption that they don't. Not that I wouldn't take the step to try and educate and change their mind, but I'm going to act in the worst case scenario that they're going to ignore it. And so I just have to keep moving and keep going. Like for example, the Broadway play Jesus Christ Superstar. I don't think that that is Mm. a good way to portray a religious figure, but Nobody says like nobody. Nobody said anything to its defense. A lot but of if, people did at the. A time. lot of people did at the time, but it's it's continued to run. Its music is still published. There isn't a problem with its mm. um, publication. But if people were to portray it with another religious figure, like let's say Muhammad or Buddha, suddenly there is an uproar for it. So some of the backlash that has taken place is they said, thank you for sharing your concerns regarding the name of our soon to be opened Gold Coast nightlife venue. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. While -hmm. our intention was never to offend any culture, we recognize this has been the outcome, which is why we have made the immediate decision to change the name of the venue. We sincerely thank the community for bringing this matter to our attention so promptly and look forward to announcing a new name for our immersive jungle-themed venue in the coming days. I feel like that was written in through gritted teeth. I can I can hear the tension. <laughs> that they're saying, Thank you for bringing that to our attention so promptly. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, why are you eating for? Is it because your, your club shut down? Why are you eating for? Dead. <laughs> but the, like, did you notice that in that comment and then even with the official... Um, statement that they didn't issue an apology yeah they just said thank you to the community for bringing this to our to never our meant to offend anyone mm. yeah well, it wasn't our intention guys mm. like that isn't what we meant we just really wanted money yeah and we thought that the ads would look really cool if we had <laughs> like your polynesian maori god maori gods and so that's the only reason with the Bruh, face paint that was it's such a bad it's, <laughs> it's not even an apology like this no yeah, it wasn't an apology. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, it's not. Do you think they should? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. you know me, I'm all, I'm all about accountability. Saying? I'm all about yeah. accountability. <laughs> you best believe it. I wonder what it is that stops people from apologizing for something like this. If I bump somebody on the train, I may not have meant it, but it's still there. I still bump them. and Yeah, have, it wasn't my intention. It wasn't my intention, but I didn't. I said, oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. This is the thing, though. In a normal situation, when I am hunting someone down and I say, I want to hear the words, I'm sorry, come out of your mouth, people turn to oh, me and say, Sefa, 
people say, Seva, you're being petty. I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon to witch hunt for an apology because in real life, people always just blow it out and say, Seva, you're being petty. So I don't know what, mm. what makes the difference now. Have you heard about the, the, I think it's like five apology, the language of apologies is like five different ways or something. No, I've only heard of five love languages. No? Yeah, so it's the same thing for apologies as well. What? That exists. I'm just gonna. Are you looking it up live because we're a live yeah. radio show? I'm just gonna. And we get calling? Oh my gosh! We're live! Five apologies. Okay, so the five languages of apology one is expressing regret, which is saying, I apologize. The second one is accepting responsibility, such as, I was wrong. Three is making restitution. What can I do to make it right? The fourth one is mm. genuinely repenting. I'll try not to do that again. And the fifth one is requesting forgiveness. Will you please forgive mm. me? So I know for Ooh, me, like mine is accepting responsibility and saying I was wrong. Like taking that account- accountability, taking a step back saying, oh yeah, like, I've realized what I've done now. Like I'm really... As in you apologize that way or that's how, that's what you deem to be acceptable as an apology? Both ways. Both ways. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I haven't heard of it explained in that way. Mm. And I know that a lot of the time when it comes to apologies, people usually use a combination of not just one, but yeah. a few of those yeah. of those ways. And just rereading the statement and the reply to people's IG messages, I can't see any of those ways <laughs> except the whole thing of changing it. Yeah, which is restitution. There are different ways that people kind of make apologies I feel like people just don't really know how to how to apologize. Their response is a very diplomatic response. Yeah, yeah. They're trying to not Yeah, true. They're trying not to acknowledge too much fault mm. to save face. I don't even know what for. I was like if your demographic was to appeal to the Maori community that is up there, mm. the young Maori population, I don't understand the lack of an apology will kind of make it worse. Yeah. I don't get it. Mm, yeah. I don't get what's in, what's what's in it to not apologize other than your pride. At the end of the day, we're just all snowflakes. I ain't. <laughs> oh my God. In, in regards to its definition, whatever, whether I agree with it or not, I don't like just name calling for mm. the sake of name calling to 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 dismiss anybody's yeah. points. I hate that. You can use a more expressive approach than just name calling. That's dumb. I hate it. Dumb saying that's dumb is name calling. No. no, I'm calling the actual thing, the act dumb. I'm not saying they're a dumb person. Ooh, try to catch me on that. <laughs> so how dare you on live, on this live Calling. radio station. <laughs> like to go off of that, like talking about the TikTok trend mm. that uh, I've seen a lot of people do and like a lot of people on Twitter have been commenting about it. Um, the TikTok trend is of the song Don't Mind by Eddie Dino. In in the song, he talks about people from different Pacifica ethnicities, where he says from Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, Hawaii, Tahiti. And then like there's a, usually people do like little dance snippets to it when it's like trending. And I noticed that on Twinda or Twinda. Oh, wait. No. That's- Hey, Oi. let's make it a thing. Twinda. Twinda. What do you mean, let's make it a thing? You already made it a thing. Can you get your apps right in case you screenshot the wrong thing and send it to the wrong person? Wow. Twinda. Yeah. Twinda. 
a lot of people were reposting clips of girls of different ethnicities who aren't Pacifica and like calling them out and saying, oh, how dare they? It's disrespectful and all this stuff. And for me, when I was watching, I was just like, boy, good on them. It's just an attempt. It's dance. And it's not like a sacred nature of dance. It's just mm. like, you know, they casually dance. I'm like, oh, good on you. Like, you know, trying it out. I didn't think it was appropriation. Yeah, I think that's, um, a, that's a good um, distinction that you made as well. It's like, it's dance. It's not a sacred dance that they're doing. It's I feel, I feel like it's... Yeah. When I, like, when I saw the videos, I felt i felt very oh this is nice like it's a trending as well yeah. like it's a polynesian yeah. influence yeah. and it's trending yeah for yeah. me i was like first of all your dancing's trash that's yeah. point number one your dancing was trash comment on the dancing itself <laughs> i was like no you're trash and i saw one of the one of the comments that you guys had sent through on the chat how they were saying oh, i was like your exaggerated hip movements i was like i understand though because they don't they're trying to shake parts they don't have yeah so I'm like, good on you. You and have to exaggerate. Like, mm. I'm like, engage your core, guys. Engage your core. <laughs> engage your core. You really need to swing the hips from, but you need to engage your core. <laughs> Watch our tutorial on uh, the story. Lamar's going to give us a tutorial. Love that. Of how to Love how Sefa's going just to sway those hips for everybody. He's going to show you where the candy really comes like from. The waves. <laughs> Off the ocean. His hips do not lie. So y'all need a table to ride on? Pow. Boom. Wow. Why is the table shaking? Oh. If it was the haka, yeah. remember how the, the whole, all of these American yes. schools are doing yes, the haka? Yes, 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 yes. I was like, okay, no, no, mm-hmm. that's, that's where the line is drawn. But I feel like these people are, yeah. it's harmless in my view. And the hakas were trash too. True. Trash, man. <laughs> Trash. The US island, isn't it? Oh, no. no that, honestly, that's a, that's a real thing. The distinction. It, it seems that the islanders in the US have become more of a melting pot. And I don't know whether it's maybe they, they are a bit more disconnected from the, from the homeland than we are. But they, it's, a, it's definitely a thing where they all get grouped up into one thing and they're all, ex- all expected to know in general, what the commercial aspects of Polynesian performance are. Mm. I'm not going to say it's just the US um, Islanders. I'm going to call out a lot of Samoans and Tongans who do the haka when you don't understand the meaning of the words and you pull it out at all the Wendy's and birthdays. But for me, I'm just like, in my mind, why are you doing it? It's not your culture. Mm. Like if you're from New Zealand and you're doing it as part of a, a Maori group, a moldy lead group or if you've done kapahaka and you understand from me i'm just like oh yeah go, go on like go ahead because you understand the meaning and everything so i'm not just going to say it's the u.s islanders because i've seen a lot of aussie islanders as well do the same thing i will clarify for me i call it out because i just think it's cringy and weird yeah it's not because for me it's again i i side with the point before where i was like oh i'm not that offended by it and if they do it like a tongan one then i'm like yeah whatever I get it. People, yeah, for are dumb. Me, if people you're do Tongan, dumb stuff. Do the Tongan sipitao. But I mean, even if other people, even if other cultures try to do the sipitao and they're a crap, I was like, you're just you're crap. I'm not mad at you because you try to portray the culture. It's just because you're crap. You're just trash. Lamar's face is when... like, what the hell? <laughs> Bro, I just went down. Like, like, wow. You're just trash. Even if someone is not good at something, what is the harm of them doing it? Oh, it's not harmful. Yeah. I'm just going to, like, if you're going to do it and put it on the it's internet. I'm going to tell you, it's trash. <laughs> you put it on the internet, it's not my fault. 
if you're if you're ever on TikTok, I've got a screen record. If you're ever on TikTok and you see a comment and it's a trash emoji, you, you know who it's from. Yeah. People are gonna put trash emoji on our man. Instagram now. <laughs> trash, trash, trash emoji. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of us Pacifica people, when it has come to like weddings and birthdays and church functions or family functions, I, I notice that if there's like a, you know, do world dances and whatever, a lot of the time if we've been assigned India or Africa and whatever, we quickly try and whip up a dance, not understanding the words and whatever. And in my mind, that isn't a cultural appropriation. I put it down. If it's a, it's if it's poorly researched and poorly executed, it's just like Sefa was saying. It's just trash. It's just lapisi. Lapisi. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Lapisi in Samoan, it is rubbish. Like for me, if you can't guara, don't guara. Just yeah, no. Nah. I know if you can't wind your way. But I can. Wind your way. That's a wind. But I can. No, I agree. Wind your waist. When it comes to Islanders uh, trying to portray African dance as well, especially because a lot of Islanders, like in general, like y'all are just trash too. Like I'm going to say it. You guys are crap at it. What do you mean y'all? mean we, you two and me. No, I'm not. No, I'm, so, I'm not trash. I portray it, but I portray it well. Still, <laughs> don't even try to leave me out here on the under the bus because I know when we were talking earlier, you were saying everyone else is crap, but I'm good, so I can do it. You're not good. But I'm, I'm a mean dancer. For real. It is. Trash then, emoji. Like what Ma was saying earlier, I think an attempt, I'm just like, oh, good for you. Yeah, like I don't want I want I don't want people to feel like oh no like people first of all if you're gonna if you're gonna feel very insecure about posting something online do not post it anyway <laughs> like but at the yeah. same time <laughs> go ahead like you, like when you put something out on the internet you best believe people are going to judge what you do so yeah. so it's it's kind of like a, a, a small paradox of like. Oh, I don't want like all these hate comments, but at the same time, I want attention. Yeah, you can't pick the kind of attention you get. You can't pick. You know what the saying is: Mm -hmm. beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, and and to be honest, what I did see of that TikTok video, I was actually never mind. My point was that some of those girls were actually attractive. Really. Yeah, so like, if you want to do that, (laughs) I was like, if if your point (laughs) is to show off your body, I was like, go ahead, girl. Post away. Post away and tag me. If you need help. Tag me. If you need help so does with it, information. Does the emoji does the um the emoji change then from a trash to like what? A bougie. <laughs> a what? A bougie. <laughs> to a a bougie. A what? Oh yeah, way. To an eggplant aubergine. I'm dead. Fans, it is a Sabbath day. Cause social media in general is just vanity. Yeah. It's true. But there are perks of that vanity. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, I'm one of those people, that the way I use yeah, social media. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So why do you do that then? Because I love comments. Even, uh, but to be honest, though, he I also love, I, I love, I love praise. Oh, who doesn't? Mm. But I also love the hate too. Yeah, of course. Because everyone, do. like everyone that's it close to me, well, everyone just kind of just hates on it. And it makes, it makes me feel good when I just respond with trash. Yeah. Wait, because what was your personality again? Debater. Exactly, that's why. Mess. A what? A what? Debater. Mess what? (laughs) (laughs) And you're saying I'm nasty. And you're saying I'm nasty.
Well, thank you for listening to our show. Love the applause. We are signing <laughs> off. I'm Sefa. I'm Sila. <laughs> to the fans, everybody in the... It's, it was like a five second delay. I'm going to leave it in there. I'm going to leave the delay oh, as if she wasn't no, paying attention. No, don't leave the delay. <laughs> <laughs> and I am I, Lamar. <laughs> <laughs>